be here in just a second. He realized a technical difficulty that we had to fix. So he is being like Superman right now and fixing it for us. So he is about to walk on. But if you are on, you're in, uh, I was going to say in luck, but we don't believe in luck. You're blessed today because we are here for What's the Word? And it's going to be a good one. It's me and Marky and Buddy. And we're really excited. Put in the comments. I have bad news. Right? No, I, I think you need to get the TV. I... <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Wow. He's, he's going to be right back again. <laughs> wow. That was like such a legit limbo moment, though. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, roller skating, rollerblading oh days came back to me and like having to like limbo under that. Yeah. I'm super impressed. He's going to do it again, tree. guys. Are you ready? He's about like, to do it again. Wow. Okay, put in the comments, tell us hello so that way we know who's on and watching. Billy, you better still be on. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. You better still be here. Um, Kevin, I think Kevin is on. <laughs> Kevin says, release the cheese. What is a phrase you never thought you'd hear, Alex? I'm legitimately so <laughs> impressed with you. Hi guys. That was an impressive moment. I mean, he has like arm arm things here, so there's no way to go this way. So that was the only way, that and he did the it. The MVP of the broadcast just became you today. <laughs> like, buddy, buddy just just do, launched that. Do I get a giant um, thing of cheese? Wheel sure. Of cheese. Sure. Yeah. You uh, guys heard her sure. say sure. Sure. That, that means yes. <laughs> I, it means sure, but I can look up and see if that's possible. I'm not opposed to that. You know, a giant like wheel of cheese, like. 150 bucks. I mean, it depends on what it's made out of. I could up. go like make a circle of spray <laughs> cheese and mold it together. Yeah, please do not. That would be disgusting. That would be the one. <laughs> now I want to make that happen. Okay, guys, are you here? Are you commenting? Where, where are you? I want to say hi to you. And if they get the thousandth comment, Valid. they'll get another gift card. There's Valid. still one out there for reach. It's true. It's true. So today, <laughs> Rachel's laughing, spray cheese wheel. <laughs> Rachel's my girl. Uh, sh I'm all for this. See, there's EO. I can guarantee you Serena is not all for this. She <laughs> hates fake cheese. What? <laughs> I like fake cheese. Kevin Nowicki says that's a Gouda broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can hear the accent in that comment. <laughs> I can hear it. It's a Gouda comment. Abby. Abby's on. Okay, so today you saw in the title, what are we talking about? We're talking about how to avoid the devil's traps. Amen. 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 So what you have been seeing over the last week and a half, two weeks here mm -hmm. on the broadcast, yeah. we've been talking about so much good stuff. We've been talking about, you know, wisdom, revelation, and knowledge. We've been talking about how to have your house built, established, and filled. And one of the things in particular that has stuck out over the last few weeks is getting out of your head. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a huge thing that the enemy would love to trap us up with. And yeah. here, you know, it's kind of like what we were talking about yesterday. We've been in a fast. Fasting is one of those times where you're on like a spiritual high, a spiritual yeah. victory. Things are awesome. And it's like, woohoo, this is great. The rest of my year is going to be amazing. Yeah. And then two weeks afterwards, you find yourself in a pile of cheese puffs. And it's like, how did I get here? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the trap isn't cheese puffs. But, you know, if we're not wise coming out of the fast, the yeah. same way we were wise going into the fast, we can end up right back in traps that the enemy would set for us. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason 
we've been going over this stuff is because the Lord wants you to know how when this fast ends, your intimacy won't go down. Yeah. It'll only go higher. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, like a lot of what we're talking about is really like just having healthy and right habits. Yeah. You know, like the habit of fast fasting is is not something you do for 21 days at the beginning of every year. It's some it's it's a lifestyle, yeah. a fasted lifestyle. You know, um, the actually in the like the early church would fast two days every week. Mm -hmm. You know, that was a regular thing that they would do. So it wasn't necessarily just like a spiritual exercise. It was a habit that they, yeah. that they, that they performed on a regular basis. And, um, you know, when it comes to like avoiding the devil's traps and like, especially as we're going to be getting off the fast here soon, yeah. um, it's important that we don't just be like, okay, the fast is over. Now I'm going to go right back into doing everything the way I was doing it before. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because the the level like the levels that God brought you back up to, brought you up to in this fast like the higher levels if we just go right back to living the same way we were before we'll just drop ourselves back yeah. down to where we were before and so like we need to be willing and and you know and and disciplined enough to continue on yeah. with developing healthy habits. Well, it's you know it's just like with food, like just mm. taking this from a practical. Holly, I love you. Hi. Um, from a practical, the food standpoint, <laughs> if you are fasting for 21 days and then you decide on the day that your fast is over, I'm going to go eat all of the pizza and donuts mm. and like hot sauce I, I can find. Um, you're going to have problems. <laughs> or die. What do you mean? Or die. Problems? What do you mean problems? I mean that your digestive what? system will reject <laughs> you. <laughs> like, I was, okay, so Glasshouse, like, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. The very first fast I ever did, I did a week of just water and, like, a tiny palm of bread, and that's all I had. And afterwards, I celebrated by going to IHOP and having pancakes and eggs and like potatoes. Uh, and I legit thought I was dying. Like uh, I got home no. and I was like, this is what it feels like when the end is coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know, <laughs> but that's, Ugh. it's the same yeah. way. Like you may not, it's like going back to the garden. Like they didn't immediately physically die, but there's, there's something that negatively happened with their spirit. If you go back to old habits that you had, yeah. it's not like you're just going to go off and, and die immediately mm -hmm. that day, but there's, there's yeah. some issues that can come up spiritually. Yeah. yeah. I loved after, um, I don't remember which, I think it was the 40-day fast that you and Pastor Nicole did last year, 40-day fast of only liquids. I remember afterward talking to you, I think you and Pastor Nicole both wanted to extend your fast mm -hmm. and um, like cutting out, not going to have certain types of sugars or do, moving into six to six or both of you were so willing to continue the yeah. fast lifestyle after 40 days. And I remember that really ministered to me. And it, it still ministers to yeah. me today. I like, I, like coming off of this fast, like I've I had to ask myself, like, would I be willing to continue the fast? Yeah. Because um, there's sure, certainly a part of my flesh, flesh that's like, <laughs> nope, I want all the food, all of it. <laughs> Serena was saying yesterday, she's like, I get to go grocery shopping for real food now. <laughs> she was making chili for that like she's storing up for that she put in the freezer for next week. That was a horror face. Yeah, that came because because we're we're because I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I can smell the onions. I can smell the you know the meat, uh, cooking and it was it was good. But you know I, well one of the things though kind of going back to the just the habits and stuff, um, I, like it's it, it reminded me of 
you know, the disciples. You know, yeah. once Jesus, um, once Jesus, you know, died and was when Jesus was crucified and buried, uh, like what did Peter do? I'm going to go fishing. Yeah. Like, literally, For he sure. spent three years with Jesus, and and once Jesus was was gone. He defaulted back to his old thinking, yep. his old lifestyle. He went yeah. straight back to it. And, and it wasn't until that he was full of the Holy Spirit that he actually was, had, was empowered to continue in yeah. it. But um, it's really important, you know, like, right, like what is fa fasting? Pastor's been talking about this a lot. It, it's bringing us into intimate fellowship with, G with the Lord. You know, it's bringing us back to our relationship with the Father. And so when the fast ends, that fellowship doesn't break and we yeah. don't just kind of revert back to, I'm going to go fishing again. Because literally, like, you look at that story and all of a sudden it's almost like he had to start all the way back over at the beginning. Because yeah. then what happens? Jesus shows up, hey, cast your net on the other side. He does it, gets all the fish, and all of a sudden, like, he probably had a flashback of the first time he met Jesus. I did this three years ago. <laughs> yeah, this exact <laughs> situation happened three years ago. Why am I doing this? Yeah. And so he threw off his, uh, or put on his coat and jumped into the water yeah. and went straight back to Jesus. Probably because he had that revelation, what the heck am I doing here yeah. when, when he's right there? And uh, so, so it's very important for us because that's one of the traps of the enemy. You know, uh, we'll, we'll start doing something and, and it'll be good. We'll do, we'll do a 21-day fast and we'll feel pretty good about ourselves, you mm -hmm. know. But then when the fast is over, the number one thing the devil wants you to do is revert back to what you were doing yeah. before. To think exactly the way you were thinking before and to, and to get back into the places you were before. Yeah. And that's the number one thing the devil wants you to do. He doesn't want you to change your habits. He doesn't want you to, to, to develop a, a stronger fellowship with the Lord. He just yeah. wants you to go. Like once they're out of this fast, he's going to do whatever he can to make to, to bring us back to where we were yeah. before. And we have to resist that. And we have to... We have, we have to understand that the enemy is going to try to tempt us to yeah. do that um, yeah. so that when the temptation comes we can recognize and be like no I'm going to I'm going to go higher I'm going to dive deeper yeah. into my relationship put in the comments right now I will maintain my godly habits mm. put that in right now that's that's a form of confession just like we did confessions earlier yeah. those things that's you setting your word to mm. the things of God and God helps to empower that but you know what oh I had it, and then it just flew out of my brain. Go. That's, uh, <laughs> It'll come back. It reminds me, last night in Impact, to the Impact University here, um, Pastor was, we were going over the Triumphant Church uh, book by Kenneth Hagin, and he was, and Kenneth Hagin was explaining that the enemy's nature is to, is to, uh, like, counter attack. Yeah. Like, once he's been defeated, to come right back, and Pastor yeah. gave a great example. He's like, because we were, it was talking more so about like uh, possession and things, the random things like that. That's not really fasting. But he was saying you've seen it even in healing. Like yeah. for instance, when someone gets healed, they have that breakthrough, and then right after, uh, sometimes they'll have they'll start to have um, like pain again or things, and that's because that's the enemy's nature is to counterattack yeah. after he's been defeated. Mm -hmm. That reminds me of what you were saying right there of yeah. um, after the fast, the enemy coming up trying trying mm -hmm. to uh, attack again. Yeah. yeah. Well, and what you saying that just made me think of what I was going to say. Um, Pastor has told me many, many times, after a spiritual victory, don't drop your guard. Like, don't let your guard down. Yeah. And what ends up happening is, you know, our flesh, like, and our, our, 
society, you see it so often, like, look at diet things. Like, people will be like, I can, I can do this diet for a few mm -hmm. months. Like, I can drop fat, like, weight really fast, and yeah. I can do that for two, three mm -hmm. months. And then they'll achieve the victory that they want. Mm -hmm. you, you know, they'll drop all the weight, and then they'll go right back into mm -hmm. how they used to eat. And most people will gain back all the weight plus some that they lost yeah. because they didn't have a heart change. Mm -hmm. They let their guard down. They yeah. thought that they had arrived. And it's, oh, okay, well, then I can treat myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, one of those traps, like, to look out for is the feeling of I've earned a break. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've earned this. I've earned eating. I've earned watching yeah. TV. I've earned going to sleep for longer than I should. I've earned, you know, spending this money on this. That's a lot of I. Yeah. We that and it's a trap, you know. It's look for those of you fasting. It is a huge thing that you fasted. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. The word says to you, that's a victory. That's a great, great job. Mm -hmm. But don't stop. You know, it's it's honor. I, I have something else, but don't stop mm -hmm. just at this one thing. Don't yeah. let this be your only victory this year. Let this just be the launching point that mm -hmm. takes you into the next part of your year. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. You had something. No, I literally was thinking about that same thing, though. Because um, I, I, I remember uh, hearing Pastor talk about, I don't remember the specifics, but he talked about how um, he had a specific moment where that happened and how he, um, he gave into it. Like, it was something really tiny, but he thought, I've earned this. Yeah. He made, and then he gave into something really tiny that he, he shouldn't have, and then... Um, yeah. It, it had consequences. Watching a movie, I think. Yeah, I think I was just watching a movie of, you know what, I've, I've earned to be able, I had a little bit of a check. I probably shouldn't watch this movie right now, but he watched it anyway. That, hold on one sec. I think you can turn down the white part. We have, we have our producer making things better. So if we can turn the white down, the yellow There's up. the sun. Do, 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 do. Mm -hmm. But oh, he wait. said, I've earned this, and it literally had consequences. Yeah. It he does. didn't check on it, but he kind of ignored it because of, I've earned this. Yeah, well, and it's, it's a wrong rest, you know. It's yeah. finding our rest in something other than the Lord, and yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it goes back to the question, who's your source? Yeah. Yep. You know, if God's your source of rest, that's where you'll find rest. It's not going to, you're not going to find rest in, in your accomplishments, yeah. you know, which kind of that falls under, which I've done that a lot of times. We're like, oh, man, this has been such a great, you know, fast. It's been such a great week. You know, now I'm just going to, you know, but th yeah, that, yeah. that's finding rest in myself, essentially, mm -hmm. because I've done all this and now I can rest, you know. But, no, my rest is in the Lord. Um, it's in him that I find rest. Psalm 91.1, those who dwell in the shelter yeah. of the Lord will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. So, like, as long as we're remaining in him, which is the whole point of this fast, you know, the whole point of this fast is to remain in him, to dwell in him. I mean, we all know Psalm 91. Everyone was, was talking about it, you know, at the beginning of, of last year when everything started going crazy, yeah. you know. Uh, but it's all, all of that falls under the rest that falls under the fellowship mm -hmm. of the, with the Lord. Those who dwell in the shelter of the Lord. Those who will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. And that's when no deadly disease will come near your home yeah. and all those different things. You know, all those nice things. Um, it all falls under dwelling with him, having fellowship with him. And so, you know, as we're like, essentially what we're talking about is how to avoid the traps of the enemy. Yeah. You know, what greater way to avoid the traps of the enemy than to be connected with the source? Yeah. Um, 
like the illustration that I always think of is, you know, if you, like we've all probably seen some kind of action movie kind of, well, whether it's like a war movie or just like, like a Jason Bourne kind of movie or, or like Jack Bauer. I don't know. Like you, we've all seen those kinds of things, you know, where you have the guy in the van, right? Mm -hmm. And then, and then you have the main guy that's, that's going through the hallways and you know doing all the cool stuff mm -hmm. but the guy in the van is looking at all these monitors looking at all the cameras he sees every angle of the situation mm -hmm. he sees where the enemy's positioned he sees where the enemy's planted and he gives specific instruction for yeah. the for 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 the main character that's in the that's in the uh, I mean we're not the main characters but you know he's giving the instruction for the guy that's in there and if the guy that's in there says ah, I don't want to do that I'll, yeah. I'd rather go down this hallway boom he's dead the movie's over what the heck you know yeah. But it's because, because he listens to the man in the van who can see more, you know, he can see more than what's actually, than, than, uh, than the guy that's yeah. actually on the field. Uh, that, that's who God is. God is kind of like that guy in the van, the yeah. spirit of truth that will lead you into all truth. He's yeah. this, you know, that's who the Holy Spirit is. So when we're fasting, when we're doing these things, we're putting ourselves, positioning ourselves in fellowship so that he goes before us and makes the crooked path straight. Yeah. You know, so that he can lead us onto straight paths. That's why... That's why that fellowship is so important. So, yeah. you know, talking about avoiding the traps of the enemy, the number one way to avoid the traps of the enemy is to tune your spirit man into, the, into fellowship with the Father. Yeah. Yeah, and then also saying yes when mm -hmm. God gives you those directives. Yeah. You know, the story that had popped into my head, pastor back, I think it was 2017? Maybe it was 2016. I don't remember which year it was when he really started doing his great big long fasting. I think it was 2016. He did a 40-day fast, and then he did a second 40-day fast. And while he was um, while he was at one of he went to a conference during this time. Anyway, he the Lord told him under the anointing while he's fasting to sign up for this evangelism training that was happening in Florida uh, under one of his spiritual fathers. And so under the anointing, under the fasting time, he signed up and that happened. He went to the conference. Hooray! I think that was like October or something. So a couple months pass and he's in the middle of a fast again, I believe. And all of a sudden that ministry sends out a message. I think it was, hey, next week we're having this evangelism training that you signed up for. Next week. <laughs> and yes. So pastor had committed to going with his writing, but he had so much stuff to do. Like the beginning of the year, there's a lot of getting stuff set up. Mm -hmm. And so logic he, you know, he had made a promise to, to Rachel for something, a commitment that he had given her. I'm going to do this with you. I'm going to help you with this. Um, he had different meetings and things scheduled here. And he went to the Lord and basically the Lord asked him, are you going to honor the anointing? Hmm. You know, and, and consider that. What has the Lord been talking to you about during this fast? Yeah. Are you going to honor the anointing, yeah. that fellowship, you know, the Lord, like Buddy was talking about, if we're talking 24 time, Chloe's in the van telling Jack Bauer where to go. <laughs> um, are you going to listen to Chloe? You know, during this time, we're in the middle, uh, or we're toward the end of a fast. We're in this year. This is going to be a mighty year of God. This is a training ground of refreshing our intimacy and refreshing our fellowship. It's like we're suiting up, getting ready to go. The fast is over. We're suited up. We're going in the building. Are we going to continue to listen? Yeah. 
you know, uh, that relationship's been maintained, but if Jack Bauer's not listening to Chloe, he's going to die, probably. <laughs> she, she's helping to keep him alive. Yeah. The Lord is helping to not only keep you alive, but fill your house with good things. Every yeah. good and perfect gift comes from above. Mm -hmm. And so he wants you to have that. Yeah. But are we willing to say yes? So going back to that story, pastor, when the Lord asked him, are you going to honor the anointing? Well, you don't really argue with the Lord with that stuff. So pastor, but pastor checked it. Like he, I remember him asking the ELT if we had peace on him going, if we thought that he should, we did. So he, he rearranged it. Um, he went down there, like he drove all the way through, all the way through the night, wasn't eating food, driving like over 10 hours to get there, got there. It was either that day or the next day that ministry was breaking ground on their new building, breaking ground for what they're believing for, breaking ground on it. Deb says she's not seeing 24. We can rectify this. Um, what? But they're breaking ground. They'd never done a groundbreaking ceremony before. And pastor was able to physically because he was there, he was able to sow in to the ministry on the very day that he was there. And he went through the training. He received lots of good stuff. That's awesome. Here's where the story gets great. Literally a month later, I don't even think it was a full month, a month later, we for years had been believing for this building that you can see. This building, we were believing for the Lord to give us a building. We got a phone call, like I think three or four weeks afterwards, hey, we're, we're moving out of the building. Do you want it? That would likely would not have happened had Pastor not honored the anointing. Been there that, had he not been there that day on the day they broke ground, had he not honored the anointing, and he, we would have missed it. Mm -hmm. Likely. How important? What, what's that one directive that God has for you on this fast? Don't say no. Continue to be willing and obedient as you're eating the fruit of you know, the fruit of the grocery store. Like, <laughs> continue, continue to say yes. Yeah. I think it's so important to, you said willing and obedient. It's so important to be not just obedient, but willing. Like, I'm sure there are some people who honestly have been on this fast, who have been doing it. I'm not saying in this church specifically, but I know a lot of people in general yeah. do fast in January. And for some, it might be kind of like, well, everyone around me is doing it, so yeah. I don't want to look bad, so I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And um, it always, it's, it's always interesting to me when I hear that story of Pastor there that day, uh, the Breaking Ground service, because mm -hmm. I was actually at the same service that day. And what's, what's interesting to me is he, so that day I remember it got, service got out early. And service uh, would normally go like, like an hour and a half longer than it did. Like pretty, it was a pretty significant like time difference. And I remember I was honestly not, like that day I was not hungry like for the things of God at all. I was so excited. I physically for a second. I'm like, had you had a good dinner like the night before? Like, how you doing? <laughs> no, like for the things of God. Because I, I remember that day, I was so excited that the service ended short. I was so excited. I'm just being honest. I yeah. was really excited that the service was like an hour and a half shorter than normal. And we like went outside and did the groundbreaking and everything. And because that's where I was willing to be, that is all I got that day. Yeah. Like, y Pastor received something so supernatural that day. Yeah. <laughs> and I got excitement that the service <laughs> was over. And that's all I got that day. Yeah. And um, so we were both 
in the anointing, yeah. both the same place at the same yeah. time, and received at such yeah. different levels. Yeah, that's well, huge. Yeah, because one was in the soul and one was in the spirit. Yeah. You know, that's the difference, and that's what we've been talking about. You know, getting out of your head and getting into the spirit. You yeah. know, as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Yeah. You know, it like it's it's like if we're in our head, we'll get an hour and a half of free time. If we're in the spirit, we'll get a building, you know, like, yeah. like there, there's a huge difference between the two. And, and yeah. it, it really, the, I mean, that's why, why 2 Corinthians chapter 9, you know, Paul talks about how you can increase the harvest of your righteousness. Yeah. You know, like we can increase the harvest of our righteousness depending on like how we follow up with everything pastor's been talking about for yeah. like the last week and a half, two weeks yeah. um, is like, the, by wisdom, you know, pro, what was it, Proverbs 22, 1 and 2? 24, mm -hmm. 1 and 2? Uh, 24. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those moments of hyper-spirituality right yeah, there. No, that was, that was 100% right. soul. <laughs> um, all right, get out of the soul, back in the spirit. Um, but uh, by wisdom, a house is built. By understanding, it is established. Yeah. Or by wisdom, yeah, no, I'm, am I right? By wisdom, a house is built. By understanding, is established. And by knowledge, its rooms are filled with... You know, let's read it. Amen. <laughs> I really appreciate you just kind of... Amen. Why, why, don't we just, why don't we just read it? The Bible. The mm -hmm. Bible's good. Because I can try to come up with a bad quote. <laughs> or we can just read it and Pro know exactly what it says. Proverbs 24, verse 3 and 4. Three Put it in the comments. By wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding, it is established, and by knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Amen. Amen. Did you have more? That <laughs> <it>? just, the, <laughs> well, in the midst of all of that, it just kind of went know, away. I, yeah. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what Pastor's been talking about this whole time. You know, when how do we build our house? How do how are we established? How do we fill our well, how do we gain yeah. a room and then fill it with all pleasant pleasant riches? You know what I mean. It's by walking in fellowship with Him. Yeah. It's by because because where does this wisdom come? Uh, I believe it's Proverbs chapter two that pretty very clearly tells us um, that wisdom comes from God. Yeah. Like it doesn't come from any any other source. Wisdom comes from God. Oh, it's Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Hey! Amen. That's all three of them. Good it job. All, it all comes from the Lord. That was the Lord. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield for those who walk in integrity, yeah. guarding the paths of justice. And he preserves the way of his godly ones. Then you will discern righteousness and justice and equity and every good course. Yeah. For, in, for wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will guard you and understanding will watch over you to deliver you from the way of, of evil. That's what we're talking about. How do we avoid his traps? Yeah. By these things. For, for uh, From those who leave the path. Oh, yeah, so uh, that was Proverbs 2, um, 6 through 10. Um, 6 through 11, 6 through 12. Yeah. Um, literally, like, that's, that's everything we've been talking about. It all comes from the Lord, from that fellowship with the Father, and that's how we can avoid the traps of the enemy. Yeah. Well, and I, it's vital to protect that fellowship. Mm -hmm. You know, think of it, 
put in the con like put your hands up if you're married in the comments, um, or if you have a relationship that's important to you. It really either way. But I thinking of it as a marriage. Buddy and I are married, not to each other. We have wonderful spouses that are not each other. Um, Buddy is Serena. I have George. I'm not going to let people just interfere with my relationship with my husband. Like I, I'm not going to tolerate anything blocking our fellowship mm -hmm. for one another. Buddy's not going to tolerate anything blocking his relationship with Serena. Like they're important to us. Yeah. And I remember when we first started doing prayer here regularly, and I, I don't remember if it was 6 a.m. or at noon, but I, prayer had been awesome. Marky was here at the very beginning. <laughs> Billy says, it's okay, Marky. It's okay. It's not, <laughs> it's okay. I have I people who are important to me. That's what the category you said, so I'm just gonna go with that one. <laughs> well, I'm leaving it. Billy's her sister, it's fine. Um, I remember at prayer one day, like prayer had been awesome. Prayer had been really powerful. Like the Lord, that's, the Lord was really starting to like unlock giftings and things in, in me. And for a day or two in a row, prayer was weird. Like I had been used to, and Marky was there for it. Like the Lord was speaking to me and showing me things and words and different things. It just, every day. And then for like two or three in a row, it was just, wah, wah. and the lady who was overseeing prayer, at that time, I talked to her and to pastors. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I asked the Lord about it too. And it wasn't big, but the Lord showed me this, this directive over here. You haven't done it. You haven't esteemed it. It wasn't a big thing. It was a little thing. Here's the habit that needs correcting. And I put it in the, I'll get to that. Yeah. I'll get to that category. And because I put it in a, I'll get to that category, I seared my conscience. The Lord had spoken something to me. And I said, I'll do that later. It's not as important right now. And it affected me. Well, it's that way, you know, like Marky and I, if Marky asked me to do something and I'm like, I'll get to it later. Is Marky going to trust me? Is she going to ask me to do more? If I'm not esteeming her stuff, like it really can work for anybody who marriage or not. I'm just thinking of George. Like if George asked me to do something, I'm like, I'll get there. I'll do it at some point. He's not going to trust me anymore. And it, it'll, it'll impact it. And then we'll have to build that back up. It, you have to rebuild some of that stuff and over time let that develop. You just spent 21 days with the Lord. Yeah. You just spent that time, that intimacy, hearing his voice on a level you've never heard it before. Don't let the enemy come in and steal momentum from that relationship. Yeah. Don't, like, throughout halfway through the year, my, like, what I don't want is I don't want come June to look back at January and wish I could go back to January because it decreased. Yeah. I want it to be higher than it ever has been, mm -hmm. but that requires something of me that's, yeah. I'm going to keep this. Yeah. I will maintain this. I will not go backwards. Yeah. I will only go forwards. I will only increase with momentum. I will only let my yeah. relationship get better, but that requires protecting it. Yeah. Like your relationship with the Lord, it's something that you should work out with reverence, with fear and trembling, reverence and trembling. You should honor this relationship with God to such a degree that anything that would infringe upon it, you question it immediately. Yeah. Is this movie more important than God? And sometimes the Lord will say, I'll watch the movie with you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the Lord will say, I'll, I'll do this with you. 
George had a moment, and then I'll, I'll pass it over, but I remember there was one time George wanted to do something. Like he was, I didn't know him, he was younger, but he was telling me about it. He really wanted to go do something, and he asked the Lord, he's like, can I do this? And the Lord's like, you can go, but I'm not going with you. <laughs> and George is like, I don't want to go anywhere that you're not. <laughs> so he didn't, like he didn't go do it, but like it checked him of, there are places if I go, the holiness of God isn't supportive of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, Moses said the same thing. I know, mm -hmm. remind me of Moses. Yeah, because like, because God said like, go, but I won't be with you. And, God, and Moses was like, heck no. <laughs> like, yeah. if, you, if you are not with us, I'm not going. Yeah. Like, David Oyedipo said something similar. Like, if if God's not in it, let it never. If God doesn't do it, let it never be done. If yeah. God, you know, like, I'm not going to do anything outside of the leading and in fellowship with the Lord, because yeah. that's what matters the most. If yeah. God's not with me then a lot of people can be come against me. You know, like, yeah. like I want to stay under the shelter of the Most High. I want to find rest under the shadow of the Almighty. I'm not, if he's not with me, I'm not, I don't want to go. Yes. That, that's, that's important. That's important for us to recognize. But, but, you know, that's why we need to be spirit-led at the same time. Because if we're soulish, you know, and because put this in the comments. The devil will provide, let, let me think of how to, how to word this. The devil will always provide a trap, I guess is a good way to say it, right? The devil will always provide a trap that looks good. The, the, the point of a trap is that yeah. it looks good and yeah. it looks convincing. I mean, we put it in, in the thumbnail, a little mouse trap. You know, what's the point of the mouse trap? Oh, cheese. We've talked about cheese a lot today. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but the, the point of it is it draws you in and then it traps you in it, you yeah. know? Uh, mostly to your death. You know, the devil will always provide a trap for you. Uh, how many times have, have, have you know, God, has God been doing something good in someone's yeah. life and then the devil will provide an opportunity for yeah. them and then they'll be like, and it looks good, you know, like the fruit, you know. It looked good to taste. It looked, it looked pleasant to the eyes, you know, and all those things. And that's when they partook of it. It looked good. But the devil was the one who was trying to present it to them. Yeah. So the devil will try to present you something, but if it's not the spirit, it might look good, but doesn't mean it's God, and it'll actually derail you yeah. for the rest of your life. For you know? sure. And, uh, you know, honestly, getting out of this fast, you know, it's important for us to recognize because we've been believing God for things. We've been seeking the Lord for things. And, you know, especially if we're, like, praying out loud, the devil, the devil will hear those prayers. He'll hear what we're believing for. And if we're in our minds, we can start trying to believe for something that God never told us to believe for. Yeah. You know, for example, God, I just need a, a job that pays better, you know, and we're believing for it. And then the devil hears, and mm, I'll provide them a job all the way across the street so that they'll yeah. unplant themselves and, and move, thinking this is the Lord when it really isn't. Because yeah. a soulish thought led to a soulish prayer, led to the devil, you know, providing a trap, leading to someone uprooting and leaving and leading to their lives just kind of falling yep. apart because the, because the Lord never said he was going to be in it. And so we they went, the Lord wasn't in it, the Lord wasn't with them, and then things just derailed from there, Yeah, you know. Um, and so that's why, you know, all these things we've been talking about, getting out of your head, get, getting into the Spirit. Father, what, like, that, that's been one of Serena and I's main prayers throughout this fast is, God, what do you want us to be, be believing for, you know, this year? Because last year we set a bunch of goals, mm -hmm. and some of them we accomplished, some of them we didn't. The ones we didn't accomplish, as we're looking back, we're thinking, that was us. <laughs> you know, that was, that was me trying to create, and, yeah. you know, something to believe for. And we tried to believe for them, but God never told us to believe for them. We were in presumption, and we never actually received them. And if yeah. we 
And if we didn't recognize that, we would be at this point and be like, God, why didn't you do it? Yeah. You know, God, God, why didn't you provide that? God, why didn't you, you know what I mean? But this year, now we're, now we're stepping back and saying, okay, Father, what do you want us to be yeah. believing for? And when God gives us that, we can believe for it because now we have a word for it. Yeah. But, cause, but we're not in, the, in our soul, we're in, we're in the spirit. Yeah, it's all, what comes up to me is how important it is to see God as a rewarder mm. because if your perception of God isn't that he's a rewarder it's a little bit, or that you're not worthy of his rewards, mm -hmm. then you're going to try to do it your way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're going to, if that job comes up and it's like, oh, that looks good, but God didn't say to do it, you're going to be more likely to make yourself the source if you don't know that God wants to reward you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, and the Lord... You know, put this in the comments. Through patience, yeah. you inherit the promises of yeah. God. Say, I will be patient and yeah. I will inherit. Yeah. I will be patient and I will inherit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like at the very beginning of the fast, the Lord, to me, like when, when pastor has said that there was a word, the, the Lord said, said, said it to me, that through the first part of the fast, the first week, we would see things manifest. Mm -hmm. The next two weeks would be insane intimacy with him. Yeah. Great. I know this. I've prayed this. I believe this. But for me, this fast has, it's been good. But for, you know, it's like pastor has said during his fast, like the Lord spoke to him on like day one or two, and then it just felt quiet. This fast for me has personally felt like a quieter fast. And so here I am. I've heard the word of the Lord. The Lord's manifesting things in the first week of the fast. And so I, like, I, I still have expectation, but like I went in and my flesh was like, cool. So we're believing for this, 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 this. What, what are you going to do? And none of them happened in that first week in front of my eyes. Um, and then the insane intimacy, like I feel I, I'm good, but it's not like I've had this massive every the, things in front of me that I can tangibly see. But I'm not going based off of what I see. I'm not yeah. going based off of what yeah. I feel. The only reason I'm sharing this right now is because I think it'll help some people who maybe as you've been praying and fasting and you're reading through Isaiah 58 and it's talking about what the fast will do and it'll break the bonds of wickedness and your light will burst forth like the dawn. You'll be like a well-watered garden. And you're like, yeah, this is me. And on day 22, it's like, I sure don't feel like a well-watered garden. Like, <laughs> I, I don't feel any different. <laughs> Like, I've had those. I, I've, I have currently, like, in this fast, experienced moments of that. But we don't live in our brain. We don't live based on how we feel or yeah. what's physically in front of us. We change our situation by doing the things exactly the way Jesus did, doing what he saw the Father do, yeah. saying what he heard the Father say, and abiding in such an intimacy with him yeah. that he was not able to be distinguished from God. He did what God did. He yeah. said what God said. He smelt like what God smelt like. Like, he looked like God. Yeah. So no matter what this fast has been, maybe you've had an amazing fast where every single day you're getting revelation and every single day you're getting a word and every single day as you're in the word, like it's coming alive. And I've had those moments. Maybe it's been a fast where your flesh has wanted to scream at you through the whole thing. And it's been like, you are trusting the Lord to get you through it. Mm -hmm. I've had those fasts too. It doesn't matter what the situation looks like. You're in the situation 
so that your fellowship with God will change the situation. Your fellowship with God will change your circumstances. That healing, it's yours already. The insane intimacy that he spoke to me, I've got it. It's mine now. And I trust that the Lord is showing me how to continue to do things and operate and, and, and whatever. You know, the, I think the most real example is I like using George and I went to um, look at something this past weekend that we're believing the Lord for. We checked with pastors like, are you, do you have peace on us believing for this? Yes, we have peace on you guys, Um, you know, like just looking and starting to dream and pray in that way. Great. My flesh so badly wanted when we went and looked to be like, one and done, we don't have to do anymore. It's happened. And it wasn't that way. And it was good it wasn't. But my flesh was like, yes, it's going to be amazing. I'm going to get to have the testimony after this fast of God did this for me. And that's not what it was supposed to be. My flesh wanted it. My flesh wanted to be able to show the testimony of what God did. But my spirit was at peace with, we're going to wait. This isn't right. We're going to wait, and the Lord's going to build the house. Your flesh will try always to pull you into something that's not the Lord. But now you've taken these last however many days you've been fasting. Mm -hmm. We're on the 20th day of the month. You've taken these last few days. You've learned how to put your flesh down. You've told it no. Time after time after time, no, I'm not eating pizza. No, I'm not going to have a grilled cheese sandwich. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not going to go have coffee right now. You've told it no. Continue to tell your flesh no. Joni says it's been her best fast yet. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's been an awesome fast. Like the Mm -hmm. grace of God's been all over it. But everybody has fasting in different ways and the Lord speaks differently. Mm -hmm. Who's to say that the very last day of your fast, you don't have this amazing revelation where you get translated up to heaven. Mm -hmm. I can believe for that. The Lord's good. He's not constrained by time. That timelines are not limiting to God. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. Yeah. And they shouldn't limit us either. Yeah. You know, I should, like, if I haven't seen my breakthrough immediately, that doesn't mean it's not coming. Amen. Like what happened with with, uh, Daniel? You know, he started praying and believing God. The, the, the day he started praying, the day he started seeking the Lord, the answer was on its way. Yeah. You know, the answer was on its way, and he just continued to seek the Lord and con- continued to fellowship with him. Yeah. And then 21 days later, the revelation came. Yep. You know, the revelation came. Uh, the angel showed up and, and spoke to him and gave him a word, you know. But he was persistent through faith and patience. You yeah. know, we inherit the promises, and that's what happened with Daniel. Daniel believed that that the answer was on its way, yep. then the answer showed up 21 days later. So yep. who's to say that day one of your fast, God already started bringing the breakthrough yep. to you? You know, like like yeah. the only way that the breakthrough stops its 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 um its travel towards me is if I cut off my faith yep. and yep. say, you know what, maybe it didn't work. I'm not feeling much. Maybe this. Maybe yeah. I should just drop my fast. Maybe I should. You know, whatever. That's the only way you cut off the answer. Yeah. And so, so you know, uh, as we enter into these last few days, let your faith be higher than ever yeah. before. Amen. Let your faith be stronger than ever before. If you haven't, se- if you haven't tangibly seen God do anything yet in in the natural uh, throughout this fast, 
man, let your faith be higher. Yeah. Because, man, I've spent all these all these days in intimate fellowship with the Lord. I've been, you know, I've been seeking, but I'm not the source. Yeah. What I'm doing is not the source. It's the fellowship with God that that's the source. Because Jesus is the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. You know, so I'm going to rest on Him. I'm going to draw from Him. He's going to keep me, and, and then He's going to show Himself strong yeah. on my behalf. Because the Bible says that God is looking for people to show Himself strong in. But it's, He doesn't just show Himself strong in anybody. It's those whose hearts are towards Him. Yeah. And right now what we're doing is we're displaying, God, my heart is yours. My heart is towards you. My focus is towards you. My focus isn't on my belly anymore. You know, at this point, your belly should have shut up a while ago. Um, but, you know, my focus is on the Father. And when my focus is on the Father and that fellowship with the Father, I can attach my faith to know that God's doing something. And this is, and it's going to be powerful. Yeah. Amen. 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 And make sure that your expectations, while they're on God, that your expectations are also for God to bring it how he wants it brought, yeah. you know, in the, as Buddy was talking, the Lord was correcting me, you know, even in that, the Lord, the Lord's refining me even to be able to hear a still small voice. Like, it's mm -hmm. not that nothing's happened. And I yeah. don't want to give that, that perspective. It hasn't felt like I maybe expected it to, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean the Lord hasn't spoken to me or that he's not talked to me or anything like that. He absolutely has. And things have been changed. What I'm saying is, expectations of what I thought yeah. supernatural and whatnot was, it's not what he wanted to do right then and there. But that doesn't mean it's not mine and mm -hmm. that it's not coming. And that doesn't mean it's not yours. Yeah. You know, believing for healing, healing is yours. Things that the word already said is yours. They are yours yeah. and they're here for you now. When you change the root, you change the fruit. Mm -hmm. This whole fast, we've been changing our spiritual root. Our root is now rooted in the things of God. So you can expect your fruit to change. Whether you've seen it yet or not, it's coming. That source is being drawn up. You know, you're, you're now drawing from the wells of salvation with joy. That's how we draw from there. Yeah. Well, there's a joy in the body of Christ right now. There's an expectancy in the body of Christ right now. And we're drawing from those wells of salvation. So whether you've seen the physical fruit in front of your eyes or not yet, you are going to. Because when when you change the root, you change the fruit. It has to happen that way. So you're going to see it happen. Amen. 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 Well, guys, thank you for joining us for What's the Word. Mm -hmm. I mean, this was a powerful word. And this yeah. is honestly, like, this is something that we need to be talking about. This is an important thing because, especially as the fastest winding yeah. down, we don't want to slowly get into this mindset of, all right, it's winding down. Let me spiritually wind down. We're not doing that. We're just ramping up. Yeah. That's why Kickstart's coming up. Amen. Kickstart's coming up. Um, that was his motorcycle. Yeah, you, you can't see him at the table. You can <laughs> I thought you were just, coming up. I thought you were just kicking. No. I didn't know. He was just excited. I just thought, I'm going to kick. Um, Kickstart. <laughs> anyway, but uh, this broadcast is completely free for you, for you guys. Yeah. We, we sow this into you. Um, and it's been really neat how God's been just doing a work in this broadcast yeah. alone. I mean, like the equipment that we have, the setups that we have, like all the things that the Lord has provided as we've yeah. been believing for him. It's been really cool. But we want, and here's the, here's the great thing. You can be a part of the, the, the manifested, I mean, it's through this ministry that a building was Amen. manifested, you know. Um, and that same anointing is not, is not just on this ministry, but it can also flow to, to the partners yep. and the people that partner with that ministry as well. Amen. I mean, you see that with... 
with um, the Shunammite woman that that she saw the anointing on Elisha's ministry and she sowed she sowed a building essentially she sowed a room she built a room and sewed it into him and because of that she was she was blessed for yeah. the rest of her life like there's story after story after story of you know her son getting healed then her land being restored with interest and all these different yeah. things she was blessed because she partnered with a ministry that mm -hmm. carried the anointing yeah and so we just want to encourage you if you want to partner if you, today you can go to giveww.org and there you can actually set up a recurring gift to become a partner mm -hmm. uh, or you can just give a one-time gift if you're on facebook you can comment hashtag donate and the amount uh that you want to give and and you can sow there but we we're, we're believing with you you know yeah. as this as this fast is not winding down but as we're ramping up to all that god has this year i'm just yeah. tell, i'm just gonna tell you right now like this week pastor preached on abundance on sunday and it was actually really cool because you know how he has on time words like all the time mm -hmm. <laughs> like this week serena and i uh like we're getting ready to to go on a three-day getaway you know uh in the mountains and it's gonna be awesome i'm really excited about it and i know serena's too um but this week uh you know the lord told us to to sow i mean he's preaching on abundance he told us to sow um, into that so we actually dipped into the finances for that that weekend and we just kind of sowed um, something that meant something to yeah. us you know we felt it and uh, so as the week is going on you know like now now we're at a point where like we need to just be believing God for gas like I, we need to get the oil changed and all these things that we don't have it we didn't have it, but but we didn't confess that. Like, it's not in the natural, yeah. but we know. Pastor gave an on-time word, so that means it's going to happen. Pastor's not going to suddenly preach on abundance, and then we're going to, like, be lacking yeah. this week. Yeah. And uh, yesterday morning, um, God provided, like, over $1,000. and Amen. just You know, wow. just gave it to us. And I'll praise God. Wow, now we awesome. have more than enough for, for all yeah. the things. Abundance! Yeah. And this is the ministry that you're partnering with. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to pray over, over every seed that's given in this offering and just believe that God's going to bless it and that God's going to multiply it, multiply the seed that you're, that you're sowing and, and give you bread for food and, you know, all that. Yeah. Um, but do you want to pray for the offering? Sure. Bless it. Thank you, Lord, for every seed that was sown. Thank and, Lord, so. this word that's going out today, the word that Buddy just prayed over, spoke over this, mm -hmm. Lord, let it not just be him that this week sees your manifestation yeah. in their finances. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Let every person that sows today, let them be a part of that. Let them partner with the word that you gave earlier this week about abundance. Let them be a part of that. Let your glory be shown through their finances and be a testimony for your glory and bless your people this week. And yeah. thank you for it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. And Lord, we thank you for the seed. May it be blessed yeah. in Jesus' name, Jesus. pressed down, shaken together, running over. May it return back to them supernaturally quickly in yeah. the name of Jesus. May every sower be blessed. May their family be blessed. We call it done and we thank you for it, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank y'all for being on with us today. We're going to be back tomorrow with another Lunch Plus episode at 1130 and 
in like less than three weeks. Like we're pretty close to the two week out mark. It's Kickstart, Bunny's whole motorcycle thing. It, it comes circling back. Kickstart with Evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. is coming here February 7th through the 12th. It's going to be awesome. Joni, I really hope you can come for this. February 7th through the 12th, uh, Evangelist Ted and Pastor, they're going to both be ministering here at Boomerang going to be awesome. If you have any questions, actually, Eo, will you put the graphic back up? You can see in the graphic, there's a QR code. If you scan that QR code with your phone, or if you go to the website, bclife.org slash KS for Kickstart, you can go to our website and it'll have information like hotel information, flight information, like if you're flying into different places, all those good things. So if you have any questions, go to that website or you can send us a message and we'll hook you up with the answers. But that's Kickstart. It's coming right up. So make plans to be here. We love you and we will be back tomorrow at 1130. We love you very much. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.